0: Top, 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 top of the morning to you. This is your girl, you know, Fabulous Frida. always your host. Here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Listen, let me share with you today what God gave me to say. Have you ever found yourself in life trying to make a decision about the people that you deal with? Oh, I hope somebody get this. The people that you deal with. Whether or not those people drain you, draw you, or drive you. See, when people enter into our lives, I heard this from young Van Zandt years ago. She said, the question we should ask is, what are they coming to teach me? Everybody come in our lives to teach us something. Sometime, and this is me talking now, sometime they come to teach us patience. Patience that we may not otherwise have. <laughs> sometime they come to teach us humility sometimes they teach us how to get a stronger walk with God. I tell you, when you ask yourself the question, when the people that showed up in your life, where do you place them? Where do you put them? Are they people that are instrumental to teach you? And see, sometimes when we look at teaching, we think it has to be from somebody who's more highly educated or knowledgeable. But that's not true. Sometimes people can teach us what's in us that should be eradicated from us. Oh, I hope somebody got that. Sometimes people showing up in our lives come to teach us. What we never want to hold that mirror in front of our face to see. You know, somebody asked me the question a couple of weeks ago. And I was sharing something with them from my own personal contents of my own book of my life. And this chapter that I'm in now, I'm reaching three scores and hoping and pray I see 10. And more. And they said to me, they said, you know what? You're going to need to stop trying to hold a mirror in other people's faces and get them to look in that mirror. You can't make people see themselves when they don't want to look. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. We cannot make people see themselves when they don't want to look. You know, you can go to the, to the barber or the beauty shop. And, and when they finish with your haircut or your hairstyle, they usually turn you around to look in this big mirror. Now, you have your head focused to see yourself. But you actually could drop your head or turn your head and refuse to look at that mirror. You can even say to them, I don't want to see it. I just, whatever it looks like, that's what I'm going to get up and walk out and be okay with. And you can get down the street and somebody can say something that's not good concerning what you wasn't really to look at. And so when I think about things in my journey right now, you know, in this chapter of 2023, I've been seeing from the beginning of the year, New Year, New You. And I'm talking to me. And I hope you take on the same philosophy. New Year, New You. If you've been following my podcast, you will see that as the Spirit has been leading me to release, it's each time, it's something we need to work on. It's something that's a preparation Because what's the expectation? What are you expecting God to do for you? And then if he haven't done it already, the question is, have you asked yourself why? What have you not done already? New year, new you. So I say again to you the question. The people that are in your circle, and this is what God has been dealing with me in the beginning of this year about your circle. Are they there to, to, to drain you, draw you, or drive you? And that was one of the things I want to share with you. Because, see, I love the life and style and walk of Christ. And see, this is the thing that sometimes we, we kind of push to the side when we quote these scriptures. But when the scripture says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Did you, did you get that? It's not about Anything else, when you really understand your purpose, your purpose, and I've been pushing purpose, purpose and plan. When you start operating in your life by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, how do you know what proceeded out of the mouth of God? That's why it's so important and imperative That you must study your word in order to know that. You cannot be some casual reader. You must study to show yourself approved. As a workman rightly dividing the word of truth. Now if you're not a workman of God. Then that means you need to find you a leader. That you can sit up under. That's a workman of God. Because, see, this is the thing. So many people are in a dispensation of time that they are always looking for answers, but they really don't know who to go to. And when they find the person, listen to me, listen to me. You can't be falling out with people that God leads you to go to. If you're not going to study the word for yourself, and you don't know the words that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to be led astray. I just got to give it to you, 1,000. You will be led astray. And when you're led astray, that's not a good place. Because, see, when people was always led astray, that means they don't know their own direction in their own life. You don't know which way to go. When you, when you are led astray, you don't know which way to go. I hope somebody grabbed this. When you, let, me, let me repeat that. When you are led astray, You don't know which way to go. That means you're listening to the wrong people. When someone is going in the wrong direction and they give you wrong or ill advice, you're being misguided. You're being misled. You're being led astray. And let me tell you something about people, when they are led astray, then their conduct would definitely be out of character. They don't know who or what to even believe, and that's the danger zone of being led astray. When you're led astray, you, anybody can lead you. Anybody. That's why let me tell y'all something, and you, you gotta take this seriously. I don't call on everybody. I don't need an answer from everybody. I don't need everybody's opinion. And I and I rarely call anybody. Because see, I know how to steady my word. Because I want to be led by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, and not every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of other people. And for that cause, you know, sometimes people don't like me because they think I need to listen to them. No, I don't. Because, see, this is the thing, and you, y'all you got to get this. When people are always trying to give you advice with a regular life, hello, and they think you're not listening to them, well, you don't need to. And you don't have to. And that will place you in the danger zone. Let me tell you something. You should never need to listen to a misguided person. Oh, God, help me today. I'm going to give you scripture to back it up. And you're going to get to a place where you're going to need to act yourself. Because see, if if, if a person wants you to lead and guide them, and they don't want to hear what you're trying to say when you're trying to say what God leads you to say, you got to make a decision. Listen to me. You must make a decision. And let me tell you why you must make a decision. Because there will always be some offense. They will be offended. And if you let them, they'll make you offensive. And that's why, listen, you got to get this. You must determine whether or not people are draining you, drawing you, are driving you. If they draining you. You definitely need to. Release that. If they're drawing you. Because it's iron sharpening iron. And you're learning from one another. Okay. You need to keep them in the circle. And if they're. If they're. Driving you, that means every time you talk to them, you got to go off in all these different directions and you don't even know which direction to go in. There's nothing more disheartening to me that when people talk to me and they are misguided and then they listen to other people that misguide them and then they want to come back and they want you to straighten it up and fix it up. That's the draining part. Because we're in this season, you got to pick you got to pick your circle and you need to decide. If you're going to get in that circle with people that what proceeded out of the mouth of God, that's the direction they're going. Or you got to get in that circle where people going to drain you. I'm just saying we don't have time. Listen to me. New year, new you. It can be our mama, daddy, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, cousins, sister, dozens, friends and frenemies. In this year, you need to decide. Because let me tell you something. When you got draining people that 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 that, that, that drains off of you, that will be your distraction. We in the fifth month. Listen, the remaining of this year is the, is the time you need to really solidify. When I say new year, new you, you need to push and pray with all your might that God will guide you in the right direction. And that he will put you under proper leadership if you don't know how to lead your own self. Hello? See, that's one of the things some people, they they don't like about me either. Because see, when you are a leader, you need to only connect with other leaders to sharpen you. And then the other people are the people that you are positioned. To lead. Oh, I hope somebody get this. See, there are two categories of people. they are leaders and they are followers. Now, it's time in this new year, new you to decide which one are you. Are you a leader or are you a follower? And if you're a leader, you need to make sure that when you connect with other leaders, that you are actually being sharpened. Iron sharpening iron as the countenance of a friend. And I believe that's in Proverbs. If you find you're connecting with a leader that's not sharpening you, it's time to evaluate whether or not you want to engage even with that leader. Oh, I know nobody don't want to hear that part, but I got to give it to you, 1,000. There are times you need to relinquish even leaders. If you are a leader connecting with other leaders. Now, if you are a follower, you fall in a whole nother category. But as a follower, you need to decide. You need to decide. If you're going to be drawn, if you're drawn by your leader. Remember, people come to drain you, draw you, or drive you. And so, if your leader... That you want to get up under draws you because you see the deposits in their life of strength, courage to motivate you. Let me tell you, the worst thing you can do is book up against who you pick to lead you. I'm just saying either you're going to go as the follower or go lead yourself or go find you another leader. I'm just saying hello. Hello. But in 2023, you people need to make decisions to decide. Either you're going to be drained, you're going to be driven, or you're going to be drowned. I want to drop these words to you right quick. And I'm going to put a pen in the podcast because this is what God awakened me with in my spirit. I keep hearing this scripture blind. Leading the blind. That's why I say, if you, if you, if you don't get in your word and study it and know it for yourself, if you're not anointed and appointed by God to lead people, that means you need to find you a leader in this season, and you need to be very strategically careful who you get to lead you. Or oh, I hope somebody get this. Listen to me. Listen to me. In this season, if you're not careful, and I mean you got to sit down, pray, and observe. You don't just pick a leader because they say they are a leader. You need to have enough anointing that rests upon your life to know who to get up under for leadership. And if your anointing is not there, listen to me. Pray and ask God to lead and guide you to the right person. Now, when I used to want to go to different churches and I didn't know who church to go to, I would pray that. I would ask God to lead and guide me to a church well, I'll be able to glean and grow from, and I might've went to different churches and I did go to different churches. Let me say that. But the thing is, I was always guided because I would ask God and I would pray and say, okay, lead me here. And it may have been a and, and, and couple of times, especially one time we were the only cultural race of, of, of me and my children in that church. Everybody else was a different culture and predominantly Caucasian. But the thing is, in that season, for what I needed in my spirit to continue to move the way God had purposed me to move, I had to attend that church. And so when I got in that church, you know what? Let me tell you something, and I want to help somebody. The worst thing you can do is book up against who's leading you. See, if, you, if you're not going to sit in humility under your leadership, you need to jump ship. Hello? Because if God sends you to a person and a person is in position to lead you, it's through Purpose. And you will never reach your purpose if you always bucking up against every leader when you are already living a misguided life. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If you're already living a misguided life and everybody trying to lead and guide you, you want to buck up against them. Let me give you some words from the Lord I tell you, I love, I love Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I want to help somebody this new year, new you. Because if you don't begin to make solid transformations, listen, and I'm speaking this to you prophetically. If you don't take opportunity in 2023 and get down to business to be transformed, you're going to be a sad soul if God allows you to live, to see 2024. Trust me when I say this, because 2024 is going to be one of the most chaotic times in our cultural society. Make no mistake, if you're not watching the news, there's an influctuation of immigration. And what do you think all those people are going to do that don't speak English language that don't get jobs and don't have jobs. These people got a got a bold spirit. Listen, you don't hear that. If they were bold enough, see, some of y'all, y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of cowards. I'm gonna tell you. Y'all got these pity party problems and they petty. I'm gonna keep it real with you this morning. Because you need to hear this. And you whine and you murmur with these pity party, petty problems. And you don't got no strength because every little thing knock you off your center. But here it is. Listen to me. You got to get this because this is for your livelihood. You got a mass of people by boats and buses and planes and trains that have been fluctuated in this country. And they've been bold These people were bold enough, listen to me, not only to cross over muddy water with snakes and anything else, but they lug their babies and their children with them. Hello? Now, you ask yourself the question, do you have enough courage to do that? Can you really cross that much water with a backpack? Y'all ain't paying attention. And so, when you look at these individuals... They don't have nothing but a backpack, and you got people now. They act like they can't—they can't give out a Kool-Aid, and the store right across the street—they're gonna die. That's figuratively speaking. But they act like they can't be without two dollars and two cents. But you got all this groceries in your house. You got your lights on. You got all your furniture in there, you got all your clothes and shoes and jewelry and makeup and all that stuff under one roof. And you still find time to murmur and complain. Oh let me get out of that message. But here it is, people, you gotta get this. That's crossing not just clear pretty water, but ragged water. They coming out of Mexico. They coming out of out of out of the other um the Caribbeans, these people going through jungles. You don't hear me Do the research. I don't like the Google stuff. Google it. They are literally walking through jungles, tropical islands with backpacks and children to get here. And many of them have got here. Now, what you going to do about it? Nothing. Because they just is entitled if they got here and they got cleared to be here. As you and I are cleared to be here. But this is what people not looking at and paying attention. If you think that those people crossed all that water. Lugging their babies and nothing but a backpack. And when they crossed the border they was able to camp out. Y'all ain't looking. They were able to camp out for weeks and months. Outdoors, they are survivors, what I'm saying. And they're open individuals, ready to be led. They feel they've made it to the promised land. And then you got people that already be living in the promised land. And all they want to do is book up against other people who trying to guide them in the proper direction. You in the promised land and you just as misguided as them people that just crossed the water. I'm just saying they got more sense because they got enough courage to say, you know what? I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to hang in here. No matter what I have to go through, no matter what it takes, I don't know the language. I don't know nothing about this country. I've never been here. I don't know what street. I don't know nothing. But all I know is I got the courage not only to get there, but I done purposed in my mind that I'm going to try to stay there. And so what that does, let me tell you what that does. That put a lot of people to a disadvantage. And so if you're already living a misguided life. You already are at a disadvantage. And if you don't want to hear nobody. You don't have no humble spirit. See let me tell you something about all them people with that courage. That cross them waters. And on them plane, buses and trains. Men, women, children alike. It takes a humility to go through rugged water, and still fight a good fight to get to where you're going. It takes humility. And see, then we got people in America that's been living in the promised land, and they don't have no humility. They don't have no humility toward their neighbors. They don't have no humility toward the patriots in their own families. Everybody want to buck up against somebody. They want to use this. Old, I'm grown where you finish show. You finish show yourself to be grown because there are a fluctuation of people that's going to take jobs. They're going to take houses. They're going to take over to such a place that all them promises that you've been living off by God. And you don't want nothing to do with God. You don't want to change for God because I'm not telling you to change for me. This is an open market season in America. And people are going to be open and you're going to be able, we're going to be able to lead and guide those people to God. And they're going to realize whatever they can do to be successful. And see what the Bible says, that if you meditate on his word day and night, then you will have great success. Them people are coming and they thirsty and they hungry and they're willing to humble themselves, to gleam and gather, to grow and learn and become successful. So I'm asking you the question today. Decide. Are you going to keep dibbling, dabbling in the same circle of stagnation? And I'm going to say this again. It doesn't matter in this year. And you're not being mean. Listen to me. Because, see, I had, I'm i I'm not going to share anything with you that I haven't had to push out and purge out and pray out and know before I release it. And this year, see, because we've been so traditionally taught, oh, but that's my mama. That's my sibling. That's my brother. That's my sister. That's my auntie. That's my cousin. And that is true. But I'm pushing a whole nother preaching in 2023. Even Jesus said, he said, sometimes you got to readjust even your family. Hello? Sometimes you got to readjust the people that lead you. Hello? If you don't know the word and you need to be led, you need to pick a right leader. Let me read this to you and I'm going to keep it moving. Matthews. Sometimes people don't believe me, so I'm, I'm going to give you some backup today. Matthew chapter 15. Then came Jesus. Then came to Jesus. Listen, just like people come to you, come to me, they used to come to Jesus. Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees. That's some people always, always got questions. Some was leaders and some was followers, just so you will be on the page with me, which was of Jerusalem saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Now, I hope if you didn't grab that, these are the people. These are leaders and some were followers, scribes and Pharisees. You need to look up them group of people, them Pharisees. They were priests. They were, some of them was high priests. The scribes, they were the people. They reported the news. They did all the writing. They they, they put together a lot of stuff. Look them up. They were smart people. But they always ask a bunch of dumb, challenging questions. You ever meet people like that? Them, them people that drain you. They ask them dumb, challenging questions. Them, the drainers. Hello. And the more you try to engage with them, they drain your energy. And they don't, they do ask you these questions, but they don't want to take your advice. I'm finna help somebody. This is how you're going to be able to put your checklist together to know who to delete. And deplete in this season. I'm not saying never deal with the people never ever no more. I'm just saying in 2023, you're going to have to shake off some folks. So then, so then, so then, listen. They asked this question. Now they coming to Jesus. And they want to talk about his disciples. Talking about they transgressed. Because they, they ain't doing what the old folks taught them to do, them the elders. You're supposed to wash your hands before you eat. But then why Jesus answered them? <laughs> I love it. I love it. He answered and said unto them, How come you transgress the commandment of God by your traditions? See, Jesus checked them in, in, in a nice way. He said, Okay, you want to come to me talking about what my disciples do? That they transgress because they don't wash their hands. How, how come you transgress the word of God? See, that's what I'm saying. You got to pick people. I'm telling you, people come to you with they, oh, mediocre stuff and want to ask you and question you. And then you give them a God answer and they got an issue with you. Hello. And see, that's why I said y'all got to study y'all word because I study mine. And that's why I talk the way I talk, because I've studied the word. So here I am. I'm one of them people. I like the commandment of God more than I do the tradition of men. And this is what Jesus opposed them as a question. Y'all come to me with a question? I got a question for you. How come you don't go by what God command you to do? You rather go by your traditions. And so Jesus said, he said, so God commanded and saying, This is what God commanded at verse four. He said, God commanded that you honor your father and mother and that he that curse his father or mother, let him die the death. Okay, see, because see, I'm telling y'all, see, I know folks don't, they be trying to wonder, why come she say that? Why she say that? Why they say Why she always talking like that? Why she always, what, but it is written. That's why I talk like I talk. You don't have to take it. I'm going to still put it out there. Because when people, I always say, when you leave this earth, which you will one day, and you stand before God. You would never be able to say when God said, well, why didn't you do better? When you were judged before God, you can't say, well, I didn't know no better. Yes, you do. That's why I tell people better so they can know better. Now, it's up to them if they decide to do better. That's why I say I don't fall out with anybody. You don't have to do it. If you think you so grown, (laughs) you ain't got to. But this is what Jesus was teaching them. And people miss the power of knowing how to honor their father and their mother. That's why I said, I don't care what nobody say. I may not do a lot for my mother, but I will not stand flat-footed, boldly, and say all disrespectful type of words. Never have and never will. Because I get this scripture. So I'm not a hypocrite trying to teach and tell somebody to do something that I won't do. For I do anything wrong by my mother, I won't do nothing. I'm just saying but i will not do wrong because i understand this commandment and i don't care what no other sibling do i'm not going to do it because i understand god commandment and so when god commanding honor and you would never honor your mother or your father trying to put them on a level with you as their children and say, oh, well, this is how they do me. This how I'm going to do them. It don't work like that. And that's what these, that's that Pharisee spirit. And I'm telling you, Jesus has been telling me there is some lot of Pharisee spirits and scribes. It don't work like that. It doesn't matter. These people, well, you know, they make me feel like this. Then I should make them feel. That is not scripture. This is not a feeling thing. This is a commandment. And anybody teaches a child to go against the commandment of God. Listen what the scripture says. Jesus said, you cursed father or mother. Let him die the death. So see see, see, see see people don't teach that part of the commandment. See, they just say, well, if you honor your mother and father, your days shall be long. See, and that's one of the things I learned. And so that's why I couldn't disrespect my mama. I'm not finna stand flat-footed and cuss my mama like she on my level. I'm not. To stand flat footed and talk to her any kind of way and thinking she on my level, cause a mother and father can never be on the same level with a child. Hello, I'm not gonna talk about anything if I was led to do it and I did it. Guess what? I honored my mother and all my father when I did what I did. That was for We'll never be on the same level I don't care what nobody tell you I'm telling you what God say And when you get ready to stand before God You won't be able to have no excuse If you're listening to this podcast And you read your Bible And you led by any other person You can't tell me you ain't never heard that scripture before Honor your father and your mother I know children like to say But what it say about the children Listen, you need to worry about What it say about what your position is. That's the position of the mother and the father. Yes, it says provoke not your children to anger. But does does that mean if you do it, that give your children the right to dishonor you? Oh, that's a whole nother teaching. They got it twisted. Anybody got it twisted. Because according to the scripture, the Bible said let them die. Okay, but see, if I said that and then give y'all a scripture, y'all would think I'm saying something. Oh, she does not that. Look at what's going on in the world. Why do you think so many young children are leaving here young? Because they not taught how to honor and respect y'all. And I say, y'all, cause my children do do that now. I mean, they got their little ways and they got their stuff they do, but in front of my face. They're not disrespectful. I'm just saying. But when y'all let these children do this, I'm telling you, all you are teaching them is a quick death. That's a whole nother teaching. Let me stay on track. But verse five, it say, but ye say, whosoever shall say to the father or his mother, he is a gift. Now, this the Pharisees and the scribes saying, well, it's a gift to ha- for them to have a mother and daddy. See, that's what people teach the children. Now, well, it, you know, it's a gift that they got children. That's what they were say. Well, it's a gift that they got children. They ought to be thankful. It's a gift. Listen, you got to know how to comprehend the word. It's, it's, it says, it says, but you say. This Jesus still talking. Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by, wh- by whatsoever thou mayest be profited by me. See what the children, you can't profit nothing as a child underneath your mother and your father. You know why? Because they had to grow you and, and, and give you to the level that you are now. Had it not been for somebody, whoever stood in the gap as your mother and father, to position you for where you are now, you wouldn't even be there. So it's the, it's the mother and father that's the gift. Cause you wouldn't even have the ability to become forth in the belly and be planted by the seed. So for everything in your life that you appreciate the living, listen. Cause some people abort their children. I'm just saying hello. And so for that cause, Jesus talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees, and he's saying, "But this is what God command, not me, but God." The same God that blessed people with them houses and cars and all this stuff that they, you know, and life. That God, He commanded. And I need to preach a message on command. Cause I don't think people understand what a commandment is. It's a serious offense. And when you don't, when you don't honor that commandment, you become a breaker of the spiritual law. And when you break the spiritual law, let me tell you something. I got to keep it moving. Oh, God. But I say, whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift. But whatsoever thou mayest be profited by me. You, you, that people don't get it. Do you really get that? You think that it's a profit if you do something for your mother and father whom you supposed to honor? Somebody said something, I bought you a jacket. I'm like, girl, you can't never outdo all the, the jackets I don't bought. What are you comparing? And this is what Jesus was teaching the people. You can never compare yourself to your parents and call it a prophet. You can never do enough for your mother and your father and call it a prophet. And you want to sit back and boast and brag about what you did because you honor the commandment of God to show honor to your mother and your father. And so that's what Jesus was teaching the Pharisees and Sadducees. He said not only would those children be cursed, but they Let them die. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just teaching you some truth. Let me keep it moving. I know people don't want to hear that. But I'm saying. I'm talking about the same words. That y'all want to take from when you want a blessing. But you don't want to hear this same word. When you need to be broken. And I mean broken. From the things that you don't need to do. The things that you don't need to say. The things that you don't need to act. And do because you're in a danger zone. So Jesus goes on to say at verse number six, he said, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. He said, this is what y'all teaching people. You're teaching people it's okay not to honor your mother and father. They don't do it for you. You ain't got to do it for them. Get on in there and read it and ask for revelation. That's why I be trying to tell folks. You don't understand. You don't understand my speech. This ain't about Alfredo. This is not about me. Jesus was teaching this thousands of years ago to Messiah. And he was saying, this is what y'all doing to people. Y'all teaching them wrong. He said, have you made the commandment of God of none effect by your traditions? You come to me talking about somebody washing their hand because the old people taught them. That's a tradition that people need to do. But you ain't teaching people how to honor their mother and their father. And you call yourself a leader. And you trying to say, oh, well, that child is a gift from God. You need to appreciate them. You need to, uh, 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 uh teach them. That's a that's a freedom to you. And Jesus says, so, so what you think you're doing? You are making God' commandment of no effect when you teach that to those children. Oh, God, help me today. He end up saying at verse number seven. Oh, this is the one I like. He said, y'all some hypocrites. And Isaiah prophesied this some years ago and told y'all. See, so this wasn't their first time hearing this. The person, Isaiah, had already prophesied that this is how they move in the wrong direction. And they still misguided. Hello? You don't hear me now. It said, but at verse 8, it said, the people draw nigh. Unto me. This is what Isaiah told him. Y'all are always trying to run to God. With your mouth. You're serving me with your mouth. Somebody get on a conversation, or you can't outbeat some people pumping out their chest and, 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 and tilting their head to let them folks think, oh, I know about God. I go to church. I'm on the praise team. I'm on the usher board. I'm on this and that. Oh, but I'm a believer. Or you got people with the higher power and all this stuff. And God give me energy. And I know God don't like no negativity. I ain't see, and see, they think the truth is negative energy. Okay. And they think people telling them all them lies to motivate them. They call them motivational speeches and stuff. Oh, that's positive energy. No, 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 no. Truth will always supersede. And see, Jesus didn't come here of non-effect. And God has not created this earth for non-effect. It's a reason why there's a Bible. It's a reason why we pray. It's a reason why prayer changes things. Because God is real and He's omnipresent, and y'all need to get this. And ain't no more time to be playing. Ain't no more time to be telling lies and fan and flies. And I'm not gonna be a part of it. 2020 New Year, New You. So we go on, and we look at verse eight, and it says, "These people draw not unto me with their mouth, and they honoreth me with their lips, but their heart." It's far from me. That's some people want to talk about God. Oh, I know. I listen to this on YouTube. And I listen. Oh, all that lip service. But in their heart, they don't even have faith. They murmur, complain, they whine. They broken, they bruised. They stuck into the pain of the past. And they I uh, uh, just finished telling y'all. But you got a whole fluctuation of people that got the courage to put on a backpack and cross regular water with their babies. Trying to get to the promised land. Leaving their own homeland. Leaving everybody behind and everything. Who got the courage to do that? Ask yourself. Some people can't leave and go down the street. And act like they about to pass out. I'm just saying. Because they didn't eat Breakfast. You got these people traveling down, have no restaurant and, and, and no harvest, no food and, and, and no fast food and nothing else. And then they get home and, cheer and say, Oh, I'm so hungry. And they act like, oh, well, let me go do what my child say. Do that's a gift. Oh, I got to do with this because it's a gift from God. But they ain't honoring the parent. Oh, that's a whole nother teaching. That's a good one, too. He said, but in vain, they do worship me at verse nine. Teaching the doctrines that commandments of men. That's why I say you got to know who's leading you in this season. A lot of people teaching commandment of men, they're not teaching commandment of God. And I need y'all to get this. They're not teaching commandments of God. They're teaching you their commandment. And it's okay if the children be disrespectful to their parents. It's okay. That's a commandment of men. But God said it's never okay to dishonor all the, and then people want to make excuses for them. Well, if the mama did, okay, See, we back. That's why I say you got to know who leading you because in the scripture, Jesus done already told them Pharisees and Sadducees. That ain't how this work. You don't think that it's compared to the profit of a child over a parent. That ain't how this work you just supposed to teach children how to honor their mother and their father. And I'm a living witness. It doesn't mean because my children's daddy was a bright and shiny. But I still did not teach them to be dishonorable. I did not compare nothing that their children did against their daddy, against me. It was just talk to them. It doesn't matter. You're still supposed to be Respectful. I'm not making you on no level with them. You ain't no parent. And God ain't commanded you me to honor you, but you to honor me. I'm just saying. You ain't got to, you ain't got to walk in the commandment of God. But I'm going to still tell you what God said. So when we get on down to verse 10. said, And he called the multitude. Y'all know the multitude. It, 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 multitude's generally around 10,000 people on an average. And he said unto them, hear, oh God help me today, hear and understand that. See, that's why I be trying to get people, here and understand But you don't have to. Now, Jesus is telling 10,000 or more people in the multitude, and that didn't usually include women and children. I'm just saying. Hear and understand. And you can stay stuck on stupid if you want to the rest of this year. But I'm trying to tell you, when you start crying out to God, when you find yourself in the rest of this year through turmoil and, and, and tribulations, then I'm going to tell you what the scripture said that, that, that was taught in the book of Luke. If you're going to serve the devil, when you get in a bind, you need to call on the devil. And let me tell you something. The devil ain't going to give you what God can. So you're going to have to pick size. We're in this season. People got to pick size. You got to pick who you're going to serve. You got to pick who going to lead you if you're a follower. And if you're a leader, you got to pick who you're going to let sharpen you. Hello. You got to decide. If you're going to deal with people that going to drain you, draw you, or drive you. At verse number 11, it says, Not that which goes in the mouth defiles a man. Y'all got to get this. Hear and understand. But he which cometh, that which cometh out of the mouth, that's what's defiling people. What you think you can say to your mother or your daddy because you think you grew and grown, that's what's defiling your life. Oh, God, help me today. See, you got to make that connection in the teaching. What defiles you is what come out of your mouth. When you talk to elders disrespectfully, people don't even teach their kids how to respect elders. No, you ain't got to say that. You're right. They don't. (laughs) At verse 12, it said, then came his disciples and they said unto him, y'all got to hear and understand. Check this out. Check this out. They said, well, Jesus, don't you know that the Pharisees were offended after they heard what you said? Hello. I feel, I feel that. I feel that. Oh, I know somebody else feel that. How many times when you share, just like Jesus did? See, I be paraphrasing, but I can I can promise you for everything I preach, teach, and tell, there's a scripture that can back it up. Cause otherwise, I wouldn't tell it, and I wouldn't talk it. Okay, number 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 let Let's look at this. Hello, hear and understand. Here come Jesus' disciple and say, you know what? They offended by your sayings. That's what happened when people don't want to humble themselves under leadership that's teaching and telling them the truth to help save their soul and salvation. So let me give you let me give you Jesus' response to that. Because this is the most profound part. And I'm gonna put a pen in the podcast. So after the disciples. Said unto him, don't you know the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? That's verse 12. So verse 13, Jesus said, but he answered and said, every plant, that mean every person, which my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted up. Hello." This is the season, I keep trying to get people to get this. If you're not planted by God, you finna be rooted up. I'm just saying. So I hope you're prayed up. Because this is the thing. God even, he sits high, he looks low. He sees and knows everything we have done, we said, every lie, every trick, every trap, every game, and everybody you named. God ain't nobody to play with, if I need to put it bluntly. God is nobody to play with. I don't care how much power you think you might have. I don't care how much knowledge you think you kind of sort of know. Because in that peon brain, God had to plant whatever is in your head. God had to give you every breath of life. God had to make everything possible. And all people, some of them do, is murmur and complain. God even allowed us to live as long as we live. If I leave here today, I'm a thankful girl that God allowed me this many years to make naked. You don't hear me now. I'm not going to complain because I could have died a long time ago and in the depths of my sin before God even granted me the opportunity to do what I'm doing now. So yes, I wake up every day thankful and grateful. I do. I don't have time to murmur and complain, but listen to me. Jesus said, if God didn't plant you, See, this is the thing. We got to get in a place to live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's when you know who God has planted. When people try to obscure God's word to fit how they feel, oh God, help me today. Then let me tell you something. They are not planted by God. I don't care how many scriptures they serve God with their lips. But your heart got to be far from God if you teach anybody to disrespect and dishonor their mother and their father. I'm just saying, I'm talking to everybody out there. I don't care if your baby daddy is not there. You do not teach your children to be disrespectful to their daddy just because their daddy not there. Hello? You don't teach your children to be disrespectful to their mother just because their mother may be cracked and whacked out or whatever kind of condition she may be in. She may be a thought about or whatever else, but you never teach children to disrespect their mother and their father. I'm just saying. Now, I'm just reading scripture according to Jesus. Let me throw that in there. He said, but he answered and said every plant. So this is the this the first thing on your checklist. You gotta listen to people, and if they keep talking and telling you stuff that is not rooted in the Word of God, then that God gonna root them out your life. This the first way to root folks out your life. And then li- then listen to verse fourteen. What Jesus said, let me, oh, and then I'm finna put a pen in the pocket. Let me give y'all the most profound part about this message today, because this is what kickstarted the message verse. Yeah, verse fourteen. Verse fourteen is what kickstarted this message, and this is what you really got to grasp. So, in this talking with Jesus, the Pharisees and not a disciple, then you know, not a disciple. I told Jesus that them people offended by what he said, and Jesus said, "Don't worry about them." He said, "Leave them alone. Let them alone." They be blind leaders. So you got you got to get that. They be blind leaders. There's some blind leaders. They serve God with their lips. But that stuff that come out their heart, you know they got to be defiled. I'm just saying. You can listen to what they teach and preach. They got to be defiled. Because if anybody teach you anything other than what proceeded out of the mouth of God through the word, and they teach you contrary, they got to be defiled. I'm just telling you what the scripture say now. Hello? Don't throw no armor just at me. But what Jesus said at verse 14, he said, leave them. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. They blind and they lead in blind people. Them people who drain you. Them people who drive you. They blind. They misguided. He, but Jesus said, leave them alone. So that's what I'm telling you. There are times and seasons, you just got to leave some people alone. Just leave them alone. He said, because if the blind is leading the blind, both of them going to fall in the ditch. Hello? And so and so, then answered Peter and said unto him, declare unto us what you talking about, Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus said, are you still without understanding? Do you still don't understand that what goes in your mouth is not what defiles you, but it's that stuff that come out of your mouth. Oh, God help me today. Every time people sit around and they think they are hurting somebody about what they say, all you doing is showing how defiled you are. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you scripture, you know, and this is the thing. I didn't expect to go into the word this long, but I believe there's a great, great need to hear what the spirit is saying and not just hear, but to hear and understand it. And as always, I got to say this as always, may you hear and understand, not hear. Now I'm not talking about Africa, but hear what the spirit is saying. Get in a place with God where you can hear what the spirit is saying. And as always, May the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Check out that chapter book and read it. Matthew, what was that? Matthew chapter 15. And read it for yourself. And God, continuous blessings flow down upon your life. In Jesus' name, I do pray and hope these words will minister and resonate a transformation in your life. Amen, amen, and amen.